Hi everyone, my name is Evie Seventi. I'm a sport and exercise psychologist and I'm really happy to be speaking with you today. Thanks Tina Muir for the opportunity. Tina and I go way back. Um, we've worked together for, for several years and we've um, first as, as a client and sports psychologist and we've become really good friends and I've learned just as much from Tina as, as Tina says she's learned from me. So it's a wonderful, a wonderful partnership and I'm really pleased that uh, we met. So I'm going to, this is a really casual chat, as Tina suggested, and when Tina suggested I I do this podcast for all of you wonderful listeners, I was really challenged because it was an open book, you know, whatever I wanted to talk about, whatever I thought might be be interesting or something I've come across lately that I thought you might like to to learn about. And because of that, it's it's been hard because I really love what I do, I I love the challenges of being a sports psychologist. I love meeting all of the wonderful people I work with, uh, exercises, people from all different sports and, and people from all different levels and experiences. And, and as I just said, I, I learn just as much from, from the people I work with as, as they do from me. Um, so I really had to be disciplined and try and think about something that I wanted to talk about that I thought would be really interesting uh, for you guys. And I always, you know, I come down to, I come back to one core, I suppose, a belief of mine um, for for both personal and professional reasons. So I'm going to talk about, about self-compassion. Uh, in other words, being kind to yourself, being your own best friend. And I know that this sounds sometimes a little bit, not cheesy, but perhaps empty, you know, and people hear about it all the time and and they wonder, what does it actually mean? I'm talking about it today because it's a personal challenge and a journey that I'm continually working on um, to be kinder to myself and to be self-compassionate. And when and as I'm developing that skill, if you like, I am realizing the benefits of it, not just to my own sporting performance um, in my sport, which is triathlon, but also in my personal life and, and every other aspect of my life. And I, you know, when I speak with athletes, I, they, I, I work with some, some incredibly talented people, um, athletes of all different levels. And despite their talent and despite their successes, sometimes that self-compassion, that being kind to themselves is almost undertrained. And it's such a, it's such a, I won't say simple, but it's such a um, controllable part of your own performance that you can can work on, that it's just too valuable not to do so. And um, something else that I thought tied in nicely with this is is a book that I've been reading um, quite recently, which um, a wonderful person. Uh, who's based in Canada, an athlete I've been working with, she recommended this book to me because she'd been reading it and found it really, really helpful. Uh, it's called An Unlikely Champion by Lisa Bentley. Um, I think 11 times world champion Ironwoman um, over her 20, 20 year career as, as an Ironwoman, an endurance athlete. Um, and it's just so interesting to read. It's, it's full of... Um, her this athlete's experiences it's full of um, information about her journey from you know being young and and rising up through the ranks and um, succeeding in her performance and it's just one of the things that this 
that Lisa, the author, is really, really well trained in and and um, self disciplined in is self compassion, and she talks about how wonderful it's been for her as as an athlete and person. So I thought, well, that tied in really nicely because I agree. Um, and one of the things that the author suggests you do when preparing for any race, and I agree with this, is to create, um, I think she calls it an asset list. So, you know, in other words, positives. Think of think of your positives, all the things about you and your life that are positive, and write them down, write a list. And she, the author uses that list as a pre-race part of her pre-race preparation. It's almost like its own checklist. Um, and when, you know, things aren't going well in training or, or a race itself, because remember, you can put all the training in and you turn up on the day and everything goes perfectly, but you don't perform as well as you thought you would. Sometimes there are better athletes there on the day or they have a better day. It always comes down to what happens on the day. And one thing the author talks about is when you're preparing for any race, your your pre-mental checklist um, and that list of assets can be so powerful um, in terms of boosting your confidence, in terms of helping you focus on uh, what you've actually got in your life, um, appreciation, so increasing your gratitude for the things you've got and increasing, increasing your self-gratitude. So I really loved that idea and, and I suggest that everyone out there who you know has a sport or, or even if you don't have a sport, start writing your asset list. And you know, it doesn't have to have a number of assets, it doesn't have to, you know, have a minimum or a maximum. Just write them down. It could be you are loved, you you give love, you have a wonderful family, you have wonderful children, you're a good friend. Uh, you have a, a house, you have um, a good job, you're really happy in your job. All of the different assets don't have to relate to your sport. They relate to you as a person and your life. And see if you can do it. And I, I suggest this week, starting this week, write it down in a diary, my assets, and write down a few and then walk away and come back that afternoon or the next day look at your list, write down a few more. And as the days go by and the weeks go by, try and look at the list and observe what you've written and think about what you've written. Because I bet you'll be surprised with some of the things you've written in terms of, oh, I actually, you know, I've never really seen that as an asset before. The fact that, okay, I may not be having a great training schedule at the moment, you know, this, this season isn't going so well and, and I'm really frustrated because I just don't seem to have the speed or the energy that I, I've had in previous seasons. But I'm, I'm a really committed person. You know, that could be one of your assets that you are committed. When you write that down and you read it on its own, tangibly in writing, away from the emotion that you've, you've felt over the frustration, frustrational weeks before, it can be really, really powerful. So give it a go. And remember, the list can always grow. It, it's, it's evolving. Um, and something else I think that would be really helpful is come up with a mantra. And it could be based on 
it could start from your your asset list. So thinking about all the things that you're grateful for. Um, it could be a quote from a book. Uh, in fact, an unlikely champion in that book. There's a, a quote that Lisa mentions a couple of times, which I really, I really liked. It was finish what you start and do it with heart. And I really liked that because that applies in training, that applies in in your work, uh, with family commitments, with races. It applies to everything, and it's really. It's just really, it's a really strong quote and it resonated with me. So I used that um, this morning when I did a triathlon and, you know, at the time I thought, oh, you know, gosh, well, of course I'm going to finish what I start, but just hearing myself say it and repeating it gave me that ability to focus on the moment and put one foot in front of the other and forget all the things that I was starting to think about in a negative way. Oh, it's hot. Um, I'm slow, uh, oh, I just want to stop. Just having a mantra to recite to myself was really, really helpful. So give that one a go. So write down your mantra this week, come up with one if you haven't got one, and reflect on another thing I'd say to help you with confidence and part of your pre-race preparation is reflect on what you have done rather than what you've still got left to do. Sounds easy again and it sounds obvious, but you'd be surprised how many of us don't do that. How many of you have have got up, gone out to a session or, or turned up to training and gone through the, the training plan and, and done your repetitions or done your swim or or done, you know, your strength training even, and then at the end of it reflected on actually I I could have done more or, well, look, you know, I'm still so weak. I still, I'm not where I need to be. <sighs> you've done it. You've turned up. You've put the effort in. That's a commitment in itself and that's half the battle. Um, and I often say that to athletes in terms of, of races, you know, if perhaps if a race didn't go so well and they start, an athlete will get to the end and just, start, oh, you know, being disappointed and looking at what went wrong. And, you know, I'll say, what went, what went right? What was, what did go well in that race? And, oh, no, no, nothing. Well, surely there's got to be something, you know, well, the race that was, it was really good weather. You didn't have the wind. Oh yeah, no, that's true. And well, actually, I actually felt quite confident going into that race. And um, I stayed really focused during the race. That was good. I just didn't have the speed. So again, you know, being in the habit of picking out a positive as well as a negative or something that went well for you as, as well as something that didn't go so well, again, really starts to exercise that self-compassionate part of ourselves that only we can build and nurture and and only we are in control of. And when when you realize that and you affirm that to yourself on a regular basis, it's really powerful because you've got it. You know, no one else can take that away from you. No one else can um, affect your your ability to be kind to yourself. It's it's all down to you. So go for it. You know, start practicing that self-compassion and you'll start to see some really positive changes. Um, you'll be confident. You'll be a little bit more motivated You'll start to be a bit more positive just in general, not not just in terms of your training. So give it a go. And I think, you know, I'm going to leave you with 
with my tips on self-compassion because I think that's enough. Um, and the asset list, I think, you know, that you could draw up for yourself is a really fun and powerful tool to start developing. So give that a go and, you know, let Tina and I know how you're getting on with that. Uh, you can find me on, on Facebook. You can find me through my website, evcerventi.com. You can find me on uh, Instagram, Sports Psych, EV Sports Psych. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, or you can find me on the Running For Real community. Thanks to the lovely Tina. So have a great day, everybody. Have a really good week ahead. And remember to start exercising that, that mental skill, that ability to be compassionate with yourself, that self-compassion. Start doing it. Have a great day. Bye.